just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Today on the ZabeCast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggana. Your bonus, uncensored 35-minute edition of the ZabeCast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go.
Tuesday, December 12, 2023. Thank you for downloading. Soon as I put the episode of bed yesterday, all hell broke loose in the Kansas City game and then afterwards. And I tell you what, Andy, you and I have presided over what I have called the sports radio buffalo of a story that has fed the tribe for many a week. I'm not sure I've seen one more perfect than the ending and the penalty and then Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid going full tantrum afterwards. What the hell, man? Embarrassing, if you ask me. How you doing on this Monday afternoon, my friend? I'm doing great and and good to be here. I was looking at the Twitter referendum on me and beginning to feel like Norman Dale as the coach (laughs) at Hoosiers, but it looks like Jimmy Chitwood said he wouldn't play unless I came back on, so here I am. Yes, good to be here. That's good to have you. You know you you and I go way too far back. You know that I know, love, and respect you in a way that other people don't understand, so fuck them all, the haters. Besides, the overwhelming sentiment via email was, don't you dare, that even though Andy has his areas I don't agree with, I like having him on, and we are a comfort food, a throwback, you and I, to the 16 glorious years together on the Team 980. Yeah, it's nice how those years keep growing. I think it was about 13, but you can add some more. That's really only 13. 13, maybe 14. I don't know. I think it was 16. 2000, when, when did they finally give you the hook? Uh, 2017, but I, I had been away from you for a while because okay. that's when they, they put in Chris Cooley, you know. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a lot of lot of subpar ideas thrown in the mix there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is why, okay, so you saw the trade publication story from Barrett Sports Radio mm-hmm. that uh, was interviewed by this guy named Schwartz. May the Peter Schwartz. Schwartz be with you. You say that Peter used to work uh, with you or around you at the fan back in the day? Yeah, well, he was. I think he may have been moved up to like associate producer or something, but started as an intern there, which would have been late 80s. And uh, then I moved to Washington in 92, and I'm, I'm, I think he stayed on, became an update guy there for a long time. Okay, well, but, good. So he yeah. reached out to me. And by the way, these these trade stories are all bullshit, but it's the bullshit we agree upon. So mm-hmm. it's whenever there's going to be a positive story written about you, you take the opportunity because nobody's going to toot your horn for you, right? right. You got to right. toot it yourself. So I, I gladly gave uh, Mr. Schwartz the interview, and I think in there I said – because he asked me, well, you know, you've had a history of helping guys out in the industry. And I'm kind of like looking sideways at my phone going, I have. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure I got a coaching tree or anything like that. And it may not be very good. That said, I do try to relate to those around me in my current station. Hey, I've seen this happen before. And I think you and I both have a wealth of, oh, yeah. You think it's bad now? Guess what? I once saw this, dot, 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 right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the string of, of management people that have come and gone is, is just astounding. And, and, you know, it's like what Howard Cosell used to say about jocks who became announcers, the jockocracy. They don't know a damn thing about being behind a microphone. And uh, so these, these, these people have come in and run radio stations 
they generally don't know much about the product. It's it's really a remarkable, uh, you know, food chain. That we yeah, it really is. Um, but anyway, so, you know, the younger people in the industry, they've not seen as much. I'm not saying I know more than anyone else. I just have seen as much as anyone else, probably. So I'm going to tell you what I've seen, and you can draw your own conclusions, whether or not it's relevant or not. But anyway, so this story with the Chiefs is fantastic. I mean, what what a confluence of factors that have come into play. First and foremost, Andy, are you in the camp of, yes, you got to call that, or, oh, come on? No, 100% you have to call it. And the Chiefs' case was, oh, it was such a great play. <laughs> Why did you have to call it back? Because the dope lined up off sides. And if, if you, not that the Giants have been, you know, the model for how to run a franchise in the last 15 years or right. so, but or 10 years. Uh, but they had Kadarius Tony as the number 20 pick of the draft. They traded him away a year and a half later. Why? Because of stuff like this. He's a dope. Yes. The one thing you have to do when you go a little line of scrimmage is you got to see where the football is, and that's how you line up. That's what you learn in peewee football. And you even have the ability to ask the referee, am I good? Is it okay? Where my foot is? He didn't bother to do that. He was offsides. That was the correct call. So many things wrong with this. I said, if you put me out there today as a wide receiver on an NFL field and I wasn't going to have to do anything, not even run routes, but just line up legally onside, I said I bet I could do it a thousand out of a thousand times. I do not think it's that complicated. Look at where the ball is. Look at where your feet are. Back up a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) and he wasn't – he wasn't even the primary target on there, and it seemed like he was more of a blocker. So what was his rush to get downfield? You know, why did he have to cheat up over the over the football to do that? It made like, no sense. He was egregiously offsides. And so yeah. then, you know, a great play happens, which, by the way, I think it was the dumbest fucking football play I've ever seen. They may say, I heard people in my email say, oh, they practiced that. Mitch Holtis on, on the flagship said they practiced that play. And, you know, Kelsey's a former quarterback. Whatever. It was a millimeter from disaster because number 39 for the Bills jumped up because he saw the pass coming, and it somehow went right by his outstretched arms. So it was about to turn what would have been you're already in field goal position with the game tying field goal into a probable turnover at that point. And then it's a complete disaster. Dumb fucking football play, but it worked out. And then they saw, oh, shit, there was a flag. And then, you know, your point about them going, oh, but it was such a cool play. I likened it to kids to asking their parents, oh, we found a puppy. Can we keep the puppy? No, we're not fucking keeping the puppy. We were driving to go to the grocery store. And I don't care if you found a puppy. We're not keeping the puppy. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it, it did, did it affect the play? No. But do they have rules about why where wide receivers can line up? Yes, they do. For the reason of you don't want to give them an extra step, uh, you know, on a pass play or something like that. That Those are the rules of football. If you can't learn them, then you shouldn't be out on the field. Right. So those that that was embarrassing enough. And, you know, both Reed and Mahomes' postgame comments. Then even worse was the video that came out with the audio of Mahomes, quote, congratulating Josh Allen. And all he was doing is complaining more about the call. Yeah, that yeah. was totally embarrassing. 
this is the LeBronization of sports here. That that Patrick Mahomes is considered to be the greatest football player in the world. He, he may be, but it doesn't entitle you to calls like LeBron gets in the NBA. Entitlement, exactly. Yeah. The entitlement yeah. mentality, the lack of taking accountability. Like you know what, and just the lack of grace to you know anyone can win gracefully, although some even still fuck that up. It's the losing with grace. It's the realization of, okay, had it stood, there was still a minute and 10 seconds left, I think. Mm -hmm. And last time these two quarterbacks met on this field, one guy went the length of the field in 13 fucking seconds, right? Right. So the game was not over. It was just Mm -hmm. so bad on so many levels. And then it was made worse by Brittany Mahomes, his (laughs) wife, going to social media to bitch some more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. How are the Chiefs the not? How are they not the most hated team in the league right now? Well, I, I, I can't stand them. I really cannot stand them. Well, that and and that kind of comes with you know winning a lot. Teams get uh, to be that way when they win a lot. So yeah, agree. Uh, but and, and, yeah, the other thing was people buried the Chiefs. Uh, I saw one guy with a long thread on Twitter of what about this play and this play and this play and that play and this play and this play and this play, and it was a long thread. And you're like, fuck, the Chiefs get a lot of calls, so I don't mind them getting their fair share of calls, whatever the fair share is. Mm-hmm. But go quietly, go yeah. quietly, because you know what, Andy? Everyone gets calls every now and then, right? Of course. Yeah. And 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 why not say, yeah, you know, we're we're not totally buttoned up there. That's that's something we we've, we've got to work on, and it's his responsibility to line up or something like that. But yeah. but to just say, oh come on, it was just a little, it was just a foot offside. Come on, <laughs> you know. Great theater though, mm. which is why the NFL keeps on winning. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. What a weekend. What a Sunday. Uh, Cowboys then route the Eagles at night. And they got this kid, this kicker, this uh, Brandon Aubrey. Soccer player. There's a lot of soccer players who are now NFL no, kickers. But, but ne- you never played football. <laughs> Playing in the NFL is his first football. It's right, crazy. Right. And he has a boomstick. Like, yeah. literally, he is in Justin Tucker category right now. He hits a 60-yard. First of all, McCarthy is so usually conservative and timid that for him to go, oh, yeah, 60, 60 is good. I'm like, fuck, dude, you're feeling it right now because the game was still very much in its early stages, and he's out there sending 60-yard or no problem, hits the net with it. Another one, 59, no problem. Another one from 50 that he chipped. He chipped it from 50 at like 80%. I'm like, where did they find this guy? And the answer is the USFL. 
And he's a 28-year-old rookie. Sure. But, I mean, the the cold kicking industry is a lot different than it used to be. And uh, and there was actually a big story in the the paper about it over the weekend that most of these guys, uh, career-wise, are are tickling 90%. And, and, you know, Mark Mosley, who some think should be in the Hall of Fame, was the MVP of the league. He was a 65% lifetime kicker now you know i mean he wasn't and, kicking off these pristine surfaces and they didn't have you know holders who did this like all the time and, and snappers who who you know perfected the art of putting the laces just so but still i mean it, it's a it's a it's not the crap shoot that it used to be at all yeah and i believe mosley was one of the last if not the last of the toe punchers as they call yeah. them Full-time. I think he was maybe not the last to, to kick with his toe in a game, but, but the last to do it full-time. All right, so the kickers are getting better, but I think that they, they found a weapon that is a serious weapon. You have a kicker, and it's, it wasn't just that he was making it from a long range. His balls were not even, like, wobbling. It was mm-hmm. like nothing. Like, if you have that, – that's a huge weapon to have in the NFL, and they found one, so that's interesting. Uh, the Eagles also, their defense has been shredded now for five straight games. Right. The, the, the Eagles might be on the verge of unraveling here, even though they're what uh, nine and two at this point. I didn't check the standings. I can't keep track of the goddamn weeks. Nine, a and loss, so nine, nine and three, nine and three. Yeah, they're nine yeah. and three. And as of right now, the, the the Cowboys would be a wild card. Yet they're playing maybe the best football in the NFC. Does the NFL have to rethink this whole every division gets a berth because the NFC South is a disaster? I know, but but you got to have something to play for, and uh, and uh, you know this this comes it happens every once in a while. But you know I think you just have to live with it. And and given that you're putting so many teams in the playoffs, with fourteen teams now, yeah. you can't really whine about the fact that that a team wins the division with a crappy record because you got a really good shot if you had played decent football to get a wild card. It's not you know it's not like it used to be where only the division winner went. You know, that's yeah. that's that, and that's been a long time. But that's why, in fact, they invented the wild card. Oh, oh how come oh, they got to go? This team is good. They left them out. Just like they expanded yeah. the NCAA tournament because yeah, exactly. NC State was left out one year when they had a great team. Or no, was it Maryland that Maryland. was left out? Yeah. yeah. NC yeah. State went. Maryland stayed home. Exactly. That was yeah. when it was 48. No, that was when it was 25. Oh, 25 even. Oh, Went wow. to 32 off of that with the eight at large. Or 25? Seven. What the 25. fuck number was that for a bracket? How did that work? I don't know, but you had first-round buys. I mean, basically, it was the UCLA Invitational. Like, they didn't have to, <laughs> they didn't have to go more like 300 miles from home to, to win it except to go to the uh, Final Four. Right. So. And to my knowledge, they've no league has ever shrunk its playoffs. Have no. They? No, 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 because there's more money. Come on. No, they're not going to do that. The advent of television has made that foolish. They wouldn't do that. And to my knowledge, no league has ever shrunk its number of teams. Well, I mean, there's, it depends on this league. I mean, the major professional leagues. Of the four major sports leagues. Yeah, I mean, contraction. They, they, Have, there's, has there, there's never been contraction in our life. I mean, contraction. They threatened it in baseball. For, yeah, right. But, but then, but that was just a threat. They weren't they, going to be that. They hung the expos by their ankles out over the window, and they're like, "We'll drop them." Yeah, and well, people are like, "Come on, man, just knock it off. You're not going to kill a team." No, we will. No, but, we'll do it. 
but the the actually the twins jumped up and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, fall too!" You know? <laughs> yeah, because it was like they were offering cash to do it, and then and then the television exploded and it made no sense to to right. uh, contract. And to my knowledge, no length of season has ever been shortened either. Mm, I think that's probably right. Yeah, I don't think so. Nothing. I can and to my knowledge, the average annual salary in all the four major sports has also never gone backwards no well of course not not and and what what do you think the average salary jumps with what otani got you think well, it's got to jump some percentage right that's a great question i want to hold that point for a second but yeah i, I do you think you and i will live long enough you're gonna to live to 100 that's mm-hmm. a lock because you're living Try. a very clean yeah. aesthetic simple stress-free life and i love that about you you're 65 now you got 35 more years will you ever see a stall out or perhaps a slight retrenchment in the average annual salary for the jocks in the jockocracy, Andy. It will be slight, but they tried this in baseball. You remember Peter Uberoff came in and said to the owners, you know, this free agency stuff where you're all bidding against each other. Don't bid on the players. <laughs> and, and it did drop. And then they sued for collusion. They threw Uberoff out. And the owners had to pay off all this money that the players yeah. should have gotten. So I think there were pr- probably there was a slight drop then. That would have been like late 80s when that happened. Yeah, that did not work out well. The only area that I think salaries have gone backwards is with baseball managers. And that was mm-hmm. one of the big subplots to the Craig Council move to the Cubs. That he was trying to reset the market upwards because the nerds in baseball had taken over. And they realize these fucking managers they don't do anything but scratch themselves and spit and say, all right, hum babe, hum babe, let's go get a base hit. We're the ones with all the numbers saying, play this left fielder, play this shortstop. So no, sal- that. Yeah. No, that. It, it, the game is played now like, yeah, swing for the fences, buddy. You know, because there's no hit and run. There's no bunting. Right. You know, Steals. It, there's no real strategy. Yeah. yeah. Steals it, are it, for it, suckers. Walks are for suckers. Uh, hitting for averages for suckers. <laughs> so mm-hmm. just hit the ball in the air as far as you can. And oh, by right. the way, when we get to the sixth inning, we're going to our bridge guy, we're going to our setup guy, and then we're going to our closer. And that's right. that. Yeah, but our starter's got a no-hitter. Don't fucking care. Right. Bridge, setup, closer. That's the formula. Mm-hmm. Oh, blew up in your face. Well, the numbers say it's still going to work when it's all said and done. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> all right, so does that make any sense then with the Otani situation? And the money, like, does the Otani contract shock even you? Jaded, grizzled, seen it all, Andy Poli. It's it's a surprise, but it's it's only an extra what hundred and fifty million over what we thought it was going to be. No. And, and, and 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 okay, okay, but but look at you always got to look at the television dollars and what this is going to mean for the regional network for the Dodgers. And as they try and squeeze more and more money out of you in pay-per-view and streaming services and all that, he's going to increase their ratings. So it's like hiring a movie star. This is this goes back to Joe Namath signing with the New York Jets in 1965. Sonny Werblin, who was an agent for Hollywood movie stars, said, this guy is a star and we're going to pay him like a star, and people are going to pay attention to the Jets because of him. And I think this is what they're ha- what they're doing with Otani. He's a one-of-a-kind. There's never been anything like him before. And an extra $150 million, so what? We'll make it up in our television revenue. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is why Andy Pauly is indispensable. He has those stories from back in the day. Old school Andy, I love it. A Sonny Werblin reference. <laughs> the only difference, though, Andy, is this. In the Otani case, yes, the Dodgers RSN, Regional Sports Network, is strong. Other RSNs, all these Bally RSNs, folded. They went out of business. They flipped the rights to the games back to the teams, and these teams are now scrambling, going, oh, shit, what are we going to do? They're going to put some of these games over the air. It's incredible. Yeah. It's like what's old is new again. Bell bottoms are back. Wide ties are back. Rabbit ears are back, I guess, for television. Right. But this, this is what the Dodgers are doing because this is L.A. This is yeah. the second biggest market in the country. And, and, they, and, and they have been planning for this. You know, uh, there's been free agent and fit the market in the last few years. Huh, how come the Dodgers aren't bidding? Huh? What's going on with that? What are they? What are they being cheap now? No, they're saving their shekels. And then they go, Shohei, let me show you a contract here. I don't think you're going to want to talk to anybody else. And by the way, that stuff about Dave Roberts having loose lips and blowing the deal. Shut up. Here, <laughs> 700, 700 million. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the whole thing, though, about the Dodgers being frugal. That's like me saying, hey, man, I haven't bought a camera from Adorama in at least a month. Yeah, I'm really yeah. saving my pennies for the next Sony camera release. I mean, they, they still have had a payroll that's been the highest in the major leagues, even though they haven't spent lately until right. Otani. Exactly. Yeah. So, so what salary was the first salary to kind of knock you back in sports that made you, made you go, whoa, because two stick out to me. I seem to recall Ryan Sandberg for the Cubs becoming the first $3 million a year guy. I may be wrong about the number. I don't know if he was the first or not. It seemed to stick out in my mind. The other thing was that one year at the end of Michael Jordan's run with the Bulls that he yeah. had a balloon payment of like $30 million for a single season, and I got lightheaded thinking $30 million for one year. Fuck, even though he's worth it, actually he was underpaid. It made me dizzy. So those are the two that stick out in my mind. What about you? Well, the, the, the first the first big free agent signing was Pete Rose, who got I think it was like seven hundred thousand dollars a year or or six fifty to go uh, from from the Reds to the Phillies, nineteen seventy nine. Uh, Reggie had signed a deal with the Yankees. It was millions, but it wasn't you know it wasn't uh, you know anywhere near a million dollars a year it was it was like 3 or 400,000 okay multi year over a million uh the first million dollar a year player was Nolan Ryan and when you see a million dollars a year in 1980 for a salary you go <laughs> you know uh and, and uh even George Steinbrenner said oh well now they've gone and done it <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> now they've done it. <laughs> yeah. So that so that that was something. because I remember the first time I was baffled by an actual payout. And this would have been 1971 when Muhammad Ali fought Joe Frazier and they split a purse of I believe it was five million dollars. So each of them got two and a half million dollars. And I thought know, money was put up by Jack Ken Cook, as a matter of fact. And I thought, my God. They're going to get two and a half million dollars. That's all the money in the world. Yeah, I didn't know. You know that the, the, there are plenty of gunnifs there to take the money. You know the manager, the, the sub manager. You know <laughs> here, Frazier and Ali got checks for like a hundred grand or something like that. Okay, but, but whoa, that, whoa, that, whoa! I need to learn that new Yiddish term, gunnif. 
thieves. Oh, okay. Thieves. Okay. Ghanoffs. Never heard yeah. that one before. Okay. Yeah. No, throw it in just to keep you, keep you on your toes. There. And, and they probably went bankrupt too, or they uh, lost all the money. Think, no, 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 no. Because that was closed circuit TV. They made a fortune on that. They, they showed that, that fight. In no, but the athletes though, right? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Ali had to keep fighting until he was you know close to 40 because he, he you know, he had plenty of people taking his money. Unbelievable. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, with all this money flying around and John Rahm is left for the live tour. So, and 400 million in his back pocket, he sure did change his tune about this golf circuit. Didn't he in a span of about a year, once the number oh, got high yeah. enough. Oh yeah. Everybody's got their price. Right. Absolutely. So, how much money would you, Andy Pauly, a man of of truly beautifully uh, non consumerist needs, how much money would you want? How much would I want? Lottery. I have oh. said, I'll say it again, that to me the ideal lottery winning is five million dollars. Oh yeah, I think we've gone through this before, and you and you because yeah, think- it it basically sets you up for a wonderful life as long as you aren't crazy about anything and allows you to put a sort of a stiff arm to family and friends who might come at you for money because it's not so much money you can go look yeah it was a five million dollar payout but guess what half of that went to taxes give or take and we're putting it away and that's going to be our nest egg we're going to retire on it so sorry it's as if nothing happened yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I've reached the point where I'm comfortable, so I don't really worry. There was a time in my life where I thought it'd be great to have twenty thousand dollars a year and own a car. Uh, there was a point in my life I thought I would like to go to a restaurant and look at not look at the right side of the menu. Um, <laughs> you know, those those kind of things. So I, I think right. I've, I've passed those those checkpoints, and uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't really think about trying to win the lottery you know that's, no that's i know not- you don't i'm just neither do i by the way although i will play it from time to time just on a lark um mm-hmm. but if you like what amount of money would you say okay that's too much money um what's too much money i don't know a, a billion dollars oh geez, that's a lot so you would, yeah. so you would happily take 500 million dollars into your possession well, I mean, but but once you get into that, then you think about what can you do to better the lives of the people you love and right. better the world and, right. and things like that. You know, like the, the guys like Warren Buffett are giving the money away. They just it was like it was like catch and release with fish. They right. just wanted to reel in the fish, right. throw it back in the water. Right. Don't you think though that there is great value in learning uh, the ability to make money, work ethic, save money? Uh, to not squander your money. I'm very lucky in that my parents, I don't know if they encouraged it, but they certainly created an environment where I was able to do it. I learned to hustle early on. I had a paper route when I was a teenager in high school, and believe me, I did not want to fucking wake up early. And I was a walking paper route for the Washington Post in the cold, dark, rainy, snowy, icy, you can't miss a day. It was like no days off. You get one or two weeks vacation a year. You had to get another kid who knew how to do your route to come in for you. And it wasn't like the paper set it up for you. You were responsible for that. We even had to collect the money from the families in the neighborhood by putting envelopes in their doors. And sometimes they wouldn't pay. And you'd have to go knock on their door like you're one of the Gambinos going, hey, get that uh, newspaper money. Be a shame if maybe some you know newspaper or rock came through your window. <laughs> yeah. But it was but it was great. So I did that. 
I mowed lawns. When I was in college, I wrote for the student newspaper at $10 a byline for the Daily Nexus. And I wrote almost every day with my boy, Scott Lawrence, who is the sports editor, and Aaron Heifetz, who went on to become the press secretary for the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team and traveled the world with them back before they became insufferable. Um, I also refereed intramural sports at, I think, a comparable rate, five, ten bucks a game or whatever, basketball, floor hockey, you name it. And so I really relished because I was saving up money to buy an early Macintosh computer. Yeah, Back see, in you, 1987, Andy, so I wouldn't have to go to the computer lab to type up my goddamn papers. And I finally right. got enough, enough money to buy it from the school bookstore, and it was an insane amount of money in 1987, like $1,800 for a shitty monochrome nine-inch screen computer. See, that's that's the difference between you and me. We both have a good work ethic. We work hard at what we do. Sure. But you like things. I, I do. don't like to be encumbered with things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's that's why you've given me the good enough Andy nickname. I know. But it's it's it, I don't have the desire for all the gadgets and toys that you like to have. So that's why that's why the money is not that important for me. But I will say, okay, so then that translated to once, you know, my wife and I got married. And we were living in Charlotte, and we endeavored to save up enough money for the down payment for a house. And I remember when we had enough money, which was all the money in the world, like $20,000, able to put it down for a house, and it felt great. And so when these people talk about, well, John Rahm's going to set up his generation after generation for wealth, I'm like, that can be a good thing, maybe, But I would never want to deprive my kids from understanding the value of money, the value of hard work, and knowing how to make it on your own. Like that's that's a huge life skill. And that's what that's what some of these billionaires have done. Like like Warren Buffett, they gave their kids some money, but they said, "No, no, this is not for you. I'm I'm giving it away." Right. And they've gone on to do their own thing. Yeah, you don't want. You know, there are horror stories of the kids, you know, who get hooked on cocaine and, you know, have trust funds and oh, buy expensive yeah. cars and get an accident. Yeah, those are those are cautionary tales. Yeah. And the, and the people who worked hard to get to where they get to, they understand that and they pass that on to their kids. Uh, didn't Jack Kent Cook fuck his kid when it came to the uh, football team? The, the story of how the team wound up in Dan Snyder's hands and not turned over to his son is one that may never be fully answered. But there's there's a lot of a lot of backstory on that, which is hard to explain. Yeah. Also, in that uh, industry piece for Barrett Sports, they asked me about, you know, what's it like back in D.C. where you used to be on the radio all the time? And I said, well, I think they had a surge of listenership. I think it was a good run while the team was finally being sold from Dan Snyder, and then you email me going, eh, I think you're painting a rosier picture than exists. Is that true? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I just I just think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what the radio ratings are. I, I don't even know the whole radio industry anymore it's because it's sort of transitioning to podcasting like this. It kind so, of is, but it's still very strong in a lot of it's, markets. It's strong, and, and sports radio in certain markets like Boston is really thriving, but – Boston, um, Philly, New York, uh, yeah. you know, JFK gets good ratings. The junkies get really good ratings. They go, they go. It, it's just, it's just hard. It's hard to get a, a, a handle on what it is now versus what it was when I got into it 46 years ago. Well, that is, that is true. Now I will say I can't imagine 
sitting there day to day trying to sort through all of this fucking mess with the commanders and Ron Rivera, who stands on the sideline like a dime store Indian, a carved statue doing nothing. And the whole the enemy angle of does he deserve a shot to be the head coach? You're going to blow everybody out because of this. How bad the defense is. How bad the drafts have been the last couple of years under the Martys. Like I, I was thinking about you and I doing shows at this time right now together. We'd probably be swinging at bats with our tennis rackets every single day until our arms were exhausted, right? Yes, but the, the whole overriding theme of this is Dan Snyder's not the owner anymore. Thank so God. that cloud is not there, and that changes the picture dramatically. But there's still a huge mess. It's a mess, but there's faith that it's going to be cleaned up. Okay. Um, you know, when, when Mike Shanahan got fired at the end of the 2013 season, I just stared into the abyss and I said, <laughs> that's it. You know, where are they going? Because, because at that point, you know, Dan Snyder was still in his forties, I think. And, uh, and this was the, the last best coach he could possibly hire a two time right. Super Bowl winning coach. And you had this, we thought transcendent quarterback in RG three and it all turned straight to shit. And so you stood there staring into the abyss going, this is it. It'll never get any better. And spoiler, it did not get any better. But but once they get Snyder out, you know, and, and this and this is the, the what the what is going on now with the team and who's running the team, it's like the dog dude that's on the bottom of your shoe. And eventually it'll just wear out as you walk down the, the street or into the grass and, and stuff like that. And that's what's gonna happen here. At the end of the season, that's all gonna be gone. And then they're going to have a real organization set up. Well, I'm glad that you are still a fan. As you pointed out on Twitter to somebody who said, boy, it's sad that we lost Zabe. He's now a Packer fan. And you pointed out, hey, somebody else defended me going, hey, man, he changed jobs. He's in a different market now. And you said, hey, I worked in New York and in Houston, and I never gave up my fandom. Dallas. 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 No. Okay, no, sorry. No. Okay. All well, right, Houston and all, Dallas. Okay. First of all, somebody so, – I posted a picture of my son. This is a whole story. We're going to get to it maybe next podcast. No, no, let's my get to it right I, now. Five-minute story. Son, all right, my son and I went to uh, Atlanta for the weekend. He's in, He went to Indiana, loves Indiana basketball. They were playing in a holiday tournament at the uh, – uh, uh, the State Farm Arena. Okay. Uh, we went to that Saturday. Indiana got smoked, but we had a nice time. Who they lose together. to? They lost to Auburn. It, Indiana was up twelve, and they lost by like thirty. Oh, I mean, this was just <laughs> just a complete collapse. And then um, my nephew is on the training staff with the Falcons, and we stayed with he and his wife. They have a really nice house in the suburbs of Atlanta. And uh, and he got us tickets and he got his field passes and the whole thing and gave us Falcons gear to wear at the game. And we were his guests. So I felt obliged to wear Falcons gear. And uh, and we went on the sidelines and we, you know, we, we sat in good seats with the families of the players and uh, and the whole thing. And I posted pictures of the two of us standing on the sidelines in Falcons. Gear, <laughs> and somebody said, oh. Dave is left for the Packers. Now Andy. And now Andy's going to the Falcons. And then you jumped on like Sam Huff jumping on the oh. pile back in the day. You know, I was in I was in like a third man in on a hockey fight. I was like, sweet sucker punch. Sucker punch. No, I'm like, no, tough laws for your Falcons there, Andy. 
Yeah, exactly. And 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 so I was just being a just being a guest at the party. I put on the gear. I was very happy to be there. It was one, by the way, great stadium. Great it, freaking it's stadium. It's really really sweet and it's got the old sphincter in the roof. <laughs> it's not much of a roof when it's open. It it closes like a sphincter puckering, but still. Right. It's a yeah. beautiful place. Um so why did you feel obliged, quote unquote, to wear Falcons gear? Because he asked me to, and I was Who's sitting he? in the se- my nephew, okay, and, and I was sitting in the section of uh, of players' families. So I you felt like could I just be wear a, a neutral black. No, look, if if <laughs> when, when you came to my son's bar mitzvah, yeah. you put on a yarmulke. I right? did. I wore the ribbon. I wore the skull cap. Yeah. Okay. okay. You're not Jewish. I know that. But it's okay. You you were doing what what you what is expected of you when you walked into the house of worship to honor my son, and I was honoring his team and honoring him by wearing a Falcon shirt. I don't think that was a big crime. I could have sworn that when you went to that Ravens playoff game against the Colts and Peyton Manning that you wore a Ravens jersey. You did insisted not, you not. did not. Did not. I went and I rooted for the Ravens, and you say, "Oh, how could you root? For how the can Ravens? you root for the Ravens?" Go as a neutral observer, just like you because, should have gone to Atlanta, and you don't have to wear the ribbon, Andy. You can just say, I'm not going to wear Falcons gear because I'm not a Falcon fan. You don't even wear fucking redskin gear. You only wear your jerseys, except for the sunny jersey, and it's only in the house, and nobody's ever seen you out and about with it. Right, but I do, well, I did wear redskins <laughs> gear when they were the redskins. and you did. And uh, once they became uh, Washington football team and commanders owned by Dan Snyder, I wasn't spending a dime on him. And so I uh, hope they change the name again, and I may invest in some gear for that. Do you have currently any Commander's gear? No. I bought my granddaughter a Commander's shirt, but that's about it. Well, now I know what to get you for Hanukkah. It's not over yet, is it? What, Hanukkah? Yeah, yeah we got a few more nights. Oh, it's, sweet. Uh, I'm in. I think it's like night five now. All right. Uh, you're, a, you're a medium or a large? Large. Okay. Well, thank you for, no, for yeah. medium. Yeah, no, well, I'm just saying, you know. Commander's gear coming up, nflshop.com. Because if they change their name again, then guess what? It'll be a collector's item, just like the football team stuff was. Mm, I guess. <laughs> All right. Andy, well, so Atlanta was good. Good oh, stadium. Great time. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the, look, you, you hectored me for taking my son to the Gator Bowl, but we had some nice experience where the father planned the trip. It's now wonderful that he's doing it and asking me to come along. That was great. It is great. And you know that amongst guys, giving each other shit is the surest sign of love and respect. Absolutely. So if you worry when the shit starts stops coming for me, that's when you'll that's know right. we're really on the outs. That's right. That's that's like what the coach says. If I'm not riding you, that means I don't care about you. Right. You're about to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. Andy, uh, root for my Packers tonight, if you don't mind. I will. <clears throat> I will. It'd be I, nice I to have a playoff run on our hands here over the final yeah, yeah. four weeks. You deserve one now that you're all in on your Packers. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> Deserve ain't got nothing to do with it, as Clint Eastwood once said. All right, Andy, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. All right, Dave, take take care. care. Oh, that fucker. All right, good run, Andy. Thank you for listening, and we will see everyone tomorrow.
just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.